0: Welcome to Day 68 of uh, Shaped by the Word. It's been a fun, fast-paced week Mm -hmm. in the Gospel, flying through the Book of Acts. Uh, We've started with uh, the Gospel, going to the Samaritans and the Ethiopian eunuch, persecution of the Church by Paul, Paul's dramatic conversion. And uh, for the last couple of days, we've been talking about uh, Peter and Cornelius, a confrontation uh, between a Jew who is set deeply in his ways and a a roman centurion who is as godly as anyone can be described in the old new testament whose prayers and his gifts go up as a memorial before god and how god hears his prayers and claims him as one as his own through the gospel and uh the jewish believers with peter are astonished at how liberal god is and including uh the gentiles as his people through the gift of the holy spirit so peter is um Going to have to explain himself to the church. What in the world were you thinking? What in the world were you doing? And of course, Peter's explanation is, "It's not me. This is this is God's work." And who are we, uh, you know, to stand in the way of what God is doing? So we turn to Acts, you know, chapter eleven. Um, before we do, though, let's uh, offer this moment to the Lord. Father, we thank you for the gospel. We thank you for a gospel that has broken barriers. Had it not, and it would have never reached us. We were the people who were far away. We were the people who the prophets described as, you are not my people, but now you are a people. Thank you so much, Father, for your grace. Thank you for the walls that you break down through the gospel. May you continue this work in our heart as you break down walls and break down barriers and draw people near through the blood of Jesus Christ. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. I forgot to tell you, I've been here with, uh, if you're not uh, looking at the camera, I'm here with David Keefe, and he's in a really bright shirt. Yeah, I hope it's over not in your eyes, I, I, can, I can barely read my uh, scripture for the yes. glare coming off that. And then Matthew's over here in a very subdued shirt, uh, Matthew Kresge and David Keefe. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 11, verse 1. The apostles and the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of of uncircumcised men and you ate with them. Starting from the beginning, Peter told him the whole story. I was in the city of Joppa praying. In a trance, I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it, and I saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord. Nothing impure and clean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time, Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and then it was pulled again to heaven, pulled up to heaven again. Right then three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send a Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remember what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift he gave us, who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even to the Gentiles, God has granted repentance. When he arrived, he saw the grace of what God had done. He was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all of their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. Disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them named Agabus stood up and through the spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gifts to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. And we'll see Agabus again. Anytime we see Agabus, there's not going to be good news. This time it's a famine. The next time he's going to tie Paul up with a belt and say that he'll be imprisoned by the Gentiles uh, when he goes into 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 Jerusalem. Interesting, interesting story. Uh, in the same way that the believers who were with, uh, you know, Peter were astonished at what God was doing, the believers in Jerusalem were incredulous. You know that God has done this what, what are you doing Peter you have gone into a Gentile house and you have eaten with them uh, and not only that uh, you have welcomed them into the fellowship so you get uh, you know Peter telling a story for the third time and of course he'll refer to it again in Acts 15 you know as well so when you look at this what are some of the things you know that stand out
1: well obviously I'm really excited at their response in verse 18 <laughs> you know when they finally heard all this you know, they had no further objections. They praised God. And so then even the Gentiles were granted repentance that leads to life. So seeing that real racial and kind of religious prejudice overcome by the believers who initially had some and to see how through the, the work of the Spirit that was taken away, which is, is fantastic to see.
2: It just really reminds me of how significant of a moment this really is. You know, for, for Peter to know, I mean, he welcomed them you know, into his home, and, and he probably could have made allowances for that, or, you know, I kept a distance, but then for him to go into a Gentile, you know, so they kind of have a twofold thing. Like, you went to his house and you brought him into the fellowship, you know? Yeah. Peter, you know, and and of course,
0: he invited the Roman soldiers to stay the night with him, you know, in in Joppa. I think Peter was largely thinking, you know, what happens in Joppa stays in Joppa. (laughs) (laughs) It probably probably wouldn't get back, but what happens in Caesarea would not stay in Caesarea because this is one of the most significant events, you know, in the the life of the church. Uh, Whenever You know, in the beginning of Acts, when Jesus said, you know, wait in Jerusalem until you receive the gift that my father will send, then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. They envision the gospel going to Gentile territories, but not to Gentile people. And here they're understanding a little bit more about, you know, what God uh, what God has in mind, mm-hmm. you know, in the spread of the gospel, mm-hmm. and of course, as like Katie was saying yesterday, uh, th- this is something we rejoice in because this is mm-hmm. how we were included in Christ. Mm-hmm. We were those who were far away and had been brought mm-hmm. near.
2: And we see that mindset even following this, you know, section when the church goes to Antioch. This is they only shared the gospel, you know, in yeah. those Greek speaking areas to the Jews. I mean, you know, some began to speak to the Greeks, but that that mindset was yeah we'll go into gentile territories but not for the gentiles themselves and and so now when peter says god sent them the same gift he's given us how, how shall i object to that they and, you know, yet david captured the reaction we have no further objections
0: you know? yeah we, we further you know uh, we're talking about the same persecution that we began with at the beginning of the yeah. week you know we're Uh, Philip and Stephen are both, you know, driven out and take the Gospel to Samaria and to, you know, the Ethiopian eunuch, you know, as as well. But, I mean, Philip is is driven out, Uh, Stephen is is killed, you know, as a part of it. And we're not quite sure where they've heard what just happened in Jerusalem, the explanation that's given. And so, whenever they come into Antioch, they they, they may have in mind the same thing. Yeah. That what happens in Antioch stays in Antioch. They share with the Gentiles, and this becomes a rich church. And you have this wonderful little you know uh, moment there, where this is the first place they were called Christians. Yeah, uh, it's become beyond you know just identifying you know as part of you know the Jewish faith uh, to being identified completely with Christ and and with his with this sacrifice probably a derisive name at first Mm -hmm. Uh, christians means little christ people you know just a bunch of little christ people and they probably wore that as a badge of honor
1: Mm -hmm. and i really like too how when luke talks about this happening in kind of verses 19 through through 21 that you know he doesn't give any names these are just anonymous believers who had gone out to these areas for the sake of the gospel to take the good news of jesus to the people And, and and so often you know Especially, kind of celebrity Christian culture names are so important. But here, we get to see just this anonymity of kind of the kind of nameless, faceless people who are taking the gospel um, out. And I mean, I they love probably had to faces. Uh, yeah, yeah, we just didn't know but them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just the unknown side of that is is really cool. How Luke concludes that uh,
0: verse twenty one: the Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord as they were speaking to Greeks. And again, this is not as dramatic as what you have seen. You know, just happened in in the life of Cornelius, but it is the same thing. The Holy Spirit is drawing people into your relationship with, you know, with God through Christ Jesus. And and so you see the miracle of rebirth happening. And where you see the miracle of rebirth happening, you see God's acceptance and you see God's grace at work. And you see God himself adding uh, you know to his his family, which takes us back to you know chapter two if you come to faith it's because the Lord is adding to the number mm-hmm. day by day yeah. those who are being saved
2: well and I, I think we like to get kind of at times caught up in the the miracles and the signs and and those significant things but I mean Luke kind of drops these all along the way you know and the Lord added to their number and the church began to grow you know three thousand were added and you have these numbers all throughout and we'll continue to get those but I think at times we read it and we wonder like you know how come we don't we don't see the miracles happening and we miss the I mean to me the greater miracle is that great numbers of people are believing you know those those little stories that Luke's highlighting he's doing so you know to to kind of testify or, or point us towards what God is doing um, at specific times no
0: it, it it's hard to think of it in this terms but the smaller miracles are always pointing to the greater miracle yeah and, and the smaller miracles are the ones that we're enamored with you know, the, the the signs of power, the healing, the tongues, you know, uh, the prophecies and the, those kinds of things. But they're all pointing to an internal work, uh, which God is restoring all of his creation through Christ Jesus. And in him we have become a new creation. And, and so you're right. Uh, the greater miracle is continuing to happen. Sometimes, testify, you know, it's testified to by signs, but most of the time not. We're simply in faith, know that God is doing his work okay. among us as we place our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Mm. I love too how they send, you know, as all these events are happening and they hear about the news in Jerusalem and so then what do they do like, well let's send Barnabas to Antioch so that he can encourage them, which we've talked about numerous times, how he was you know, his name means encouragement and and how's he encouraged them to remain true to the Lord with with all of their hearts. And so getting to see the church ministering to each other this community of believers encouraging one another to remain true mm-hmm. to the lord and how that's begun through barnabas and how we as the church are to do that very same thing yeah. mm-hmm. um, that's one of the importance of community is to encourage each other to remain true to the lord
0: these were some of the same men from uh, you know cyprus and cyrene um uh, Uh, These uh, were some of the men, you know, same men who were were kinship with, you know, this is where Barnabas was from. So this is his territory and his people. And, of course, he is just the kind of guy full of the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit and and full of wisdom, you know, that you'd want to send. And he goes, and when he arrived, he saw what the grace of God had done. And he was glad. Yeah. Uh, and, and encourage all the saints. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, that is you know that is the heart of the gospel as well. It's not you know simply receive this message and go about your business, but uh, to turn to the Lord with all of your heart, to remain true to the Lord with all of your heart, is our is our calling in Him. Mm-hmm. To offer ourselves, to give ourselves fully to the One who has given Himself fully to us in His in His grace.
2: And mm-hmm. of the, the the discipleship that begins to take place, you know Barnabas goes and gets um, Saul. And it says, so for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people, you know, just began to disciple. And and so I, it's just a reminder to me, even even now as we're seeing the church kind of spread and, and people going and sharing the gospel, you know, there were, you know, people anchored down and, and, and just wow. continuing to gather and continuing to meet. We saw the next two, you know, they did not, they continued to meet together. Um, and... Even, even Luke, just kind of as the master storyteller he is, you know, we met Caesarea in Acts chapter 8 where Philip, you know, makes his way to Caesarea, but then it kind of, you don't really get any mention of it until Peter goes there, you know, and Cornelius, and then we find out later that that's where I think Philip anchors down, that's where he lives.
0: Yep, and, and you'll see Paul on his journey back to Jerusalem stopping over and Caesarea in the house of Philip. But anyway, yeah. we get ahead of ourselves. And uh, and, and, this, and he remembered, you know, Barnabas remembered how effective Saul was at proving Jesus was uh, the Messiah mm-hmm. and, and the Son of God and using the Old Testament you know, scripture. And he said, these people need to be grounded. And of course, everywhere we, we go, the believers are deeply grounded. We see how the New Testament letters take the Old Testament scriptures and bring home the truth. You know, that Jesus says God's appointed one, you know, as a judge of heaven and earth, but the one who offers forgiveness of sin to everyone who places their trust in him. Mm. And so that is a, another great picture, you know, another great picture. And then you see, you know, disciple has taken place, discipleship has taken place because they respond in grace to the needs that they yeah. hear of the church. They give themselves freely to the needs around them, mm-hmm. just like in Acts chapter 2. Mm-hmm. They're willing to, and not only that, uh, but they're brothers in Judea. In other words, we we, we know they're suspicious of us, but we want to make a deep connection with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you see a wonderful you know, gift happening, of which Paul will be deeply committed to mm-hmm. all the way until finally he's arrested mm-hmm. and imprisoned in Rome. Fantastic passage. Good week in word it's been kind of fun david do you mind closing this with a word of prayer
1: yeah let's pray father how wonderful it is to be reminded um how the gospel goes to all sorts of people in all sorts of places uh, father thank you so much for the discipleship we see taking place in this passage for the the open lives these people are living for one another as they're giving freely of their resources to care for each other's needs with a beautiful picture Of the church and we thank you so much that we today as well get to see that take place as we disciple one another as we meet together and encourage each other to stay faithful to the lord and as we minister to each other by meeting needs obviously within our body but also within our city and so there there's much to learn from this passage may your spirit be at work in our hearts convicting us where we need conviction and encouraging us where we need encouragement we ask that you would do that work in our lives I pray this all in the great name of Jesus. Amen.